I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Wise Men Say Reaction Podcast. Sunderland AFC have just beaten Newcastle United FC under 21s by four goals to nil. An own goal from Watts added to by Chris Maguire, Charlie Wyke, and substitute Benjamin Kimpioka. I am joined by ITV Time Teaser Simon O'Rourke, who I think wants to pay a bit of praise to the opposition tonight, a young opposition. Yeah, I think they did all right, Newcastle. I know the final scoreline 4 0. Looks very, very one-sided for Sunderland. But kind of once the senior team gets ahead of the junior team, it's going to be difficult for them to stay in touch. They deserve a lot of credit for their first-half performance. Having said that, it's been a really strange night. I think it's been an absolute Frankenstein's monster of a game that should never have existed in the first place. I didn't like it. From Sunderland's point of view... Um, I think Kim Pioca, when he came on in the second half, was maybe the person who stood out and made the difference. They've scored some goals. They've scored some goals from corners, which might stand them in good stead. Charlie White got a goal as well. So from that point of view, it's onwards to a much more important game against Luton now. I'm just glad for everyone this is over. It's been a really, really, really strange occasion, a strange game of football. We'll probably go down on the record books as a derby. It hasn't really felt like one. Now, everybody behave on the way home, and let's never talk of this again. Yeah, let's never, let's never talk of it again. But it was a strange one in the first half. As a Sunderland fan, firstly, I was a bit worried. As a journalist, you've got to try and keep a, a neutral head. But I was, you know, I was, I was a bit worried in the first half. I thought the occasion might just get to these Sunderland players. Yeah, what I would say is that Sunderland had everything to lose. Newcastle had everything to gain, really. Uh, the Newcastle lads, neat and tidy, tried to play out from the back. It looks like they've been brought up right, so to speak, in football ways. You're right, it was an uncomfortable first half for Sunderland. I don't think Sunderland helped themselves because they were very sloppy as well. Once the first goal went in, you kind of knew which way it was going. Once the second goal went in, if we're honest, that was that. And Benjamin Kimpyoka, we were talking during the game, um, he comes on and induces havoc, doesn't he? But... He doesn't really look like a footballer, but he is, and he does some strange things, but he's brilliant, isn't he? There's a little place in football folklore for the, the forward who doesn't really know what he's going to do next. And it's actually quite a useful random factor to have. I'd, I'd be interested to see if that sort of performance gets him anywhere near the bench for Saturday, but he's somebody who Jack Ross can have up his sleeve for the second half of the season and who you never know might turn a nil-nil or a 1-1 into three points towards the end in a league game. And what's your prediction for Luton on Saturday? Well, it's a very, very big game indeed. Um, this season, you back Sunderland at home, so I'll back Sunderland at home. Cool. Thanks for your time, Simon. So I'm joined in the tunnel, as always, by BBC Radio Newcastle's Nick Barnes. Nick, what did you take away from that game today? Uh, well, r- relief in, in the first instance, because it was that horrible game that everyone knew was that rock and hard place. You don't want to lose it, but you know you should win it. First half, 
give Newcastle their due. They stroke the ball about well, but typically, like lots of league games here, they sit in and make it very difficult for you to try and break them down. I mean, they had the best chance of the first half, actually, to score when McGeoch lost the ball in the penalty area. But it was a, a laboured sort of pedestrian first half. You thought it needed in, an injection of sort of life in the second half. And it was Kimpioka, ironically, um, who seemed to give Sunderland that lift at the start. You hope that's tactical and not, not an injury with Watmore, don't you? Well, it, I did wonder because I, I didn't think Watmore had a great first half, in fairness. I, th- I didn't think he was quite at the races. So you, you'd have to hope that it is tactical. Um, and with a mind to the sort of this sort of measured comeback they've got for him, um, we'll find out yeah, yeah. shortly. But certainly from um, Sunderland's perspective, Kim Pioca, he, he is that unknown quantity, and, and you can see why. I can, you can see why he can probably frustrate, but you can also see why he can be so valuable. I mean, the way he came on and his determination not to give up. Yeah, yeah. I think that rubbed off on the other players. I thought Sinclair, who had a poor first half actually improved in the second half it's almost by example yeah it's interesting with Sinclair now though because Kim York has got the goal does that put Sinclair's position on the bench in jeopardy a little bit well you've got to think question whether they're going to persevere with Sinclair mm. I think with it question, being January yeah. with it being January there's not a question to be answered does he has he brought anything to Sunderland in the first half of the season that he can bring to them in the second half and you'd argue that he hasn't so do, do, you, do, you take, do you send him back and bring someone else in I don't know how you saw it but obviously we're quite high up but the, uh, the Sinclair chance where he hit the post to me it looked like a fairly, a fairly easy chance well Benno said he should have scored mm-hmm. um, so I'll, I'll bow to his sort of experience and, then, and if that's the impression you got as well then yeah it, it, this one he should have buried mm-hmm. um, I think there was um, there's a, an argument to say he should have squared it as well. He had Possibly. A bit more awareness, but it, it, he's a striker it's, it's, going for it. So, um, I mean, as Jack Ross says, he's not an out-and-out striker. He's described as an inside left. He was playing in that position, but yeah, he was. Um, yeah, there, there, there is clearly a question mark about what they what happens with with Sinclair, as you say, with it being January. That aside, Mumbra, I thought you know, he played he played well. He, he gave the ball away a few times, but he you know he offers something in the centre for a kid that's, that's so young and actually think about it when Mumba and Kimpioka were actually ironically two of the youngest players on the pitch Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Kimpioka clearly made a difference White getting that goal will do him the power of good I'm pleased Kimpioka scored and that was down to his determination not to give up um, Maguire grew into the game in the second half you hope that that kick starts his season again because New yeah, Year he's Christmas been New in Year a he's been of, in yeah, bad patch hasn't he Chris Maguire it's not it's, it's, it's You'd hope he's got his mojo back yeah. on that second half. It was, it was a beautifully rifled and gold, so... Well, you know, you knew it instinctively. As soon as it hit his foot, it was going in. Yeah. In the same way that you knew that somehow Sinclair's, who had another chance, wasn't. Mm. And that's the difference between, you know, some players who look at them intuitively and some players who are working hard, but it's just not going, it's just not falling for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, we know what Maguire can give and what he has to offer, but he's got to find it again. Mm. And fingers crossed that game tonight will just give him that lift and on to Luton what are your, what are your thoughts what are your predictions oh, it's such a big game I mean it's uh, you know, Luton um, I thought Luton were good at the start of the season we saw them at Kenworth Road they're powerful they're strong they're, they're, they're quick um, and their results at Kenworth Road are, are proving that um, they're getting results away from home as well uh, interesting all their defeats have come away from home so are they more open will it be an open game that will suit Sunderland um, it, it, look I heard someone say in, in the week it's a game they can't afford to lose mm. 
I think that's the, that's the key. Yeah. yeah, you'd love to win it, um, but I think ultimately, if they didn't lose it, they're still in there with them with a the game in hand. And yeah, I think you've that's, got to that's take the key. points from the teams around yeah. you if you want to. If you yeah, want to go basically. Forward. Thanks for your time, Nick. We're off to speak to Sulla manager Jack Ross. Just away from this, you've been widely linked now with Jimmy Dunn. Mm. Um, you've said Wednesday, probably Thursday. Is that still likely to be the case? Yeah, I would. I would be hopeful that. Um, what we know Tuesday evening I would talk over the course of the next 24 hours certainly that we'll, we'll have an addition to the squad that I think will strengthen us in uh, a defensive area between now and the end of the season and that's pleasing you know so early in the window to get that done and it allows us to have a breather again and look exactly where we're at in other areas Thanks Nick Charlie White um, pitching him with a goal today how pleasing is that for you going forward to Luton on Saturday? Yeah, he's. Um, I think he's since he came back from his obviously second injury there's been a noticeable difference for everybody in his performance level Um you know, physically, mentally, feels a lot better, and his performances have been really good. He was frustrated with himself from Saturday because he had opportunities, but by and large, I was pleased with him. So tonight was an opportunity, to get game time, and, and also we hoped an opportunity for him to get on the score sheet because that psychologically is a boost for a striker as well. So in that sense, it it was perfect for us tonight because he played seventy five minutes, managed to give him a little bit of rest, and he, and he scored. So um, it couldn't have been any better in that respect as well. And a word for Barley Mumber as well, who just seems to to deal with everything that's thrown at him. Yeah, I mean, I think for Bali tonight, uh, you know, he's playing against, he's, he's, you know, he's playing against the under-21 team, but he's playing against players that, that probably are, are all older than him. Mm. And that, because he's been thrust into this first-team squad so quickly, that sometimes gets forgotten about as well. And he's, a, he's, a, he's one thing about him is he seems to get stronger as games go on as well, which is quite remarkable for a young player. Um, you know he's great because he's like a lot of the young players we've got here that he's got a willingness to learn and listen to us and improve. But again, mentioned um, you know Benji Bali's another one that when he gets opportunities he continues to take them and it's it's not just great for me but I think it's a really positive sign for the club in general that we we, we have we have already this season um, shown that the academy bears fruit and and again tonight you've seen that there's young players here that that are capable of continuing the progression I think into the first team. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. So that was Sunderland manager Jack Ross on his side's performance today against Newcastle United under 21s. I'm off to the pub now to catch up with some wise men, say podcast regulars, and get their thoughts on the games with a pint. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, I'm in the Wheat Chief with Stephen Goldsmith, with Matthew Keenan, Craig Clark and Mickey Luff. So you've got everybody really apart from Gareth. And who the else? Best way. Yeah, the best way. There's no pr- as a hobby. There's even after oh it's not like a proper derby win, but even after you know beating them, his voice still won't won't get that enthusiasm. There's no pressure on me with the elder statesman host looking over my shoulder as I as no, I try no. and this drive this podcast along. The reaction things your gig, mate, not mine. <laughs> right, well we'll react, shall we? To Sunderland Reserves beating Newcastle under 21s. I think it's, you know, and I'm not even, all right, I am being a little bit mischievous, but if you ask, you, this highlights how it's not always about being in the Premier League, because 
Newcastle fans have probably never enjoyed themselves that much in a long time. And you would ask them, well, you would ask them why they paid £15 and come through to Sunderland for a night out to enjoy themselves so they can sing song anti Sunderland songs really, really because really. no listen in the heart of, <laughs> in, in their heart of hearts they didn't think that their youth team were going to beat our reserve team no, they, did, I they think, didn't no 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 I hold think on hold on yeah, hold but on. it's the delusion so so no I'm, I'm not going to listen I'm going to put on record I'm not going to call Newcastle fans deluded right but I am, I am. But, <laughs> put on record that I'm not but what I'm saying is but it just shows that they, they can mock Sunderland fans all I want about being in League One it's not always about being in the Premier League, playing at home where the atmosphere is like a morgue, trying to play for a little, little draw against everybody. Football should be fun. And they've enjoyed themselves watching the youth team lose 4-0. That's the thing, I think, I think they're just salty because we're having a good time at the moment, aren't they? I'll tell you what, Sam, I want to give that a round of applause. That's me, you've got something tremendous. It, it, was up there with, it was up there with the go fuck yourself front of last season. Like, they can say what they want. They, they wanted to win the game tonight and they, I, I think they thought that they could win the game tonight and all that in the second half cheering Kimmyoga it's just a front nah weird weird they're, they're just strange bunch aren't they just they terrible. are a strange bunch there was a lot of um, questionable songs tonight wasn't there That's just, well, a lot of questionable people the, the behaviour was weird like like if you, I understand the whole like you, you know go on let's let's all have a son and all right you know get it out of your system lads, but some of the other some of the other stuff this the singing you're thinking, I bet you don't even know the names of the players on the pitch. Well, I bet like you're not there supporting them young lads. Yeah. And, and when, let's be honest, when they go four 0 down and then they're young lads, are probably playing this like it's a Champions League final because I think imagine the legendary status they would have yeah. or in you and and rightly so. If they came here and won, rightly so, they would have a legendary status and they're probably thinking, this is our Champions League final. And when they go 4 0 down, the newest fans don't get behind them, they just, yeah, just, just sing Andy Sunderland songs. Singing songs about, about Kimby Oak, our children, children who plays for us, because Kimby Oak is a bane. Mm. So singing songs about him having cheesy chips on his head. Like, it was. <laughs> Like was that, f- I didn't hear that. Was that what they were saying? That's, quite, that's quite funny to be fair. No, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> what, why is Stephen a magnet? Oh, no, 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 no. He's been going too often, hasn't he? No, Come no, no, not at all. Sing- I look it into some of the other chants that were singing. The Netflix one entertained me. I don't know about I you. Didn't but hear that one. What, 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 was that? what was it? I, I, I don't know, but it just, I just knew it was Netflix, which I just thought I found hilarious. Like if, as if they wouldn't watch a, a Netflix show on their own well, team I mean, if I there mean, was one. We've all been watching it about Sunderland, so it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, are we talking about the game at all? Or not, uh, yeah, we should very, really. Should <laughs> you can tell Stevens played the horse now, isn't he? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, well, the game, it was polar opposites the first and second half. There was a lot more intensity immediately from the introduction of Kimi Yoga, really they did change things but I mean anybody who's ever 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 watched a game of football or played at any level knew Southern were going to win that game well, because they, they've come out 100 mile an hour yeah. like a lot of League One teams do but the difference is they don't have the um, know how are the qualities of a league one team? Even the stamina, even, oh. be even, even the stamina though. So really, they, they, like, yeah, they, they were gonna, they were gonna, it was always gonna happen. And, and scoring after early, I would have rather it was the first half, yeah, but scoring early in the second half, you know, you could tell it was gonna be curtains straight away. And I think if we're gonna look at some some Sunderland performance, like Mumbo struggled for a bit, yeah, I, I, but I was glad that sometimes you need that though. Uh, you know, it's, you're not always gonna have everything your own way, so. 
It's good that sometimes a player struggles, but they get through a game. I think Mumba, that's what game experience is all about, isn't it? I think Mumba as well was probably younger than most of the Newcastle players yeah. playing tonight. So yeah. I think he's it, tiny it, as well. He's tiny. It, like he's, he's a really of, small guy. He's in this position. Probably may well be being judged on his performances because. He's obviously an incredibly gifted footballer for his age. Jack, Jack Ross touched on that after the game. He said he, he does well and people forget just how young he is and just how new it is. In fairness, I think if Barley Mumba hadn't played in the first team at all and he was playing in the under 23s and he was standing there as a good player, that's really impressive for his age at his stage of his development. So the fact he's held his own in the first team just speaks volumes of how good he is. Just one debate I would quite like to kind of introduce is what do we do with Jerome Sinclair? Because it's obvious that he's just shot the bits and he's trying too hard. I mean, tonight, every time he got the ball, it was like a step over. Well, and he should have scored. If, 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 if somebody had said two months ago, um, by January, White will be fit and what more will be fit, what positions do you want to strengthen in the January transfer window? Set a forward wouldn't have been one. Now, they've said that a forward player they're trying to bring a forward player in. But you can that, kind of that, see that, why, well, well, that to me, <laughs> that to me, regardless of what you're going to say about Wyke, that to me, the well, main... It's not just him, the, it's no, but, well. no, but the main reason for me for that is because Sinclair <laughs> is clearly, whether it's confidence or whether it's... And we've mentioned this before, he's not our player to develop. No, So no. we can't... We, we, I, I said just there, that, like, Mumba, yes, he... Mumba struggled... But he's got through the game and that will help his development. Yes. Now, I don't care about Sinclair's development. No. Because he's no. not he's not our player. So being ruthless, if he's gonna contribute that's his gonna be his level of contribution for the rest of the season, we need to bring another forward in oh, yeah. and let him go back to Watford. Being where, frank. Where does that if if you're him now when that happens, just touching on it, like where does that leave? If you're, if you're him now, I think it leaves Kim Bioka ahead of him for me. No, I don't mean. I, I just mean briefly on, on his his career. His career. Oh, his career. Yeah, he's, like, got, he's got two two league goals. This whole career. Do, but where does that yeah, leave? So he's, he's, he was at Liverpool. He's at Watford. Paid a lot of money for him. He's now dropped out of League One. He's still, and he's still young, so you don't know. He, he is. He's still young. He is. I don't like slaying him and rule him out. It's like people. How many times he's not a problem anymore? He's still here. He's still here. Yeah, I know. But is he going to be? Is he going to be though? Well, I don't know. But at the minute, he is here and I've wondered you know we've been getting through games where you think you know we've got a lot of games coming up and he's on the bench and not getting off and you're thinking surely he's worth 10 minutes to you know run the d- there's clear now isn't it based on that why he hasn't he's not ready to come on at all he's I just don't understand what's happened though because I know he hasn't he's only scored the one well the two goals have included the one the check trade trophy however I think it's just he's just fallen off the cliff so dramatically because against Doncaster and against Shrewsbury we played them two games in a short space of time and he played that well but people were actually calling for him to start games away from home over Josh Madger and he's gone from that to suddenly he just he, as I say he's so clearly devoid of confidence and he's almost become like the go-to boo boy amongst the fans it's just I just don't understand it it isn't just him obviously Watmore and White have got especially Watmore he's been out a long time and he picked up a knocking off time well, exactly yeah it was a groin injury is that right so he's fragile he didn't play well today he's not a left winger so uh, but he's some yeah. of it that doesn't excuse some of his sloppy touches you have got to factor that in though oh you will but when there was moments where he was in the middle and he'd moved around some of his touches were just heavy and 
maybe he was carrying that knock. There was a few players like that as well. Maguire, Wyke first half. Everybody in the first half was shite. Wyke Wyke had a hard time. I would expect him to dominate an under-21 centre-back in the air, and he didn't really do that. You've got to think, though, as well, like, again, not, like, needlessly defending the players, but I mentioned earlier that you've got to think of how the Newcastle players approach this game. Their cup final. Me and Mickey were taught at half-time, actually, went for a pint. And Mick said, well, actually... Think of where, realistically, some of these players are going to end up in their career. And it won't be as high as League One in a lot of cases. So, arguably, it's the biggest game they'll ever play. Some of them players, on the other hand, are at, what, 80%? Do you know what I mean? I'm not not just saying this about White based on this one performance. White, he has had injuries, and I'm not, like, writing the guy off... But I would yes, like to see a bit more from he him. He is categorically right in the guy. I, I, I can remember when I wrote Luke O'Neill off. That went well. <laughs> I'd like Max Power was written off as well. I, I, I was wrong about that. He, he's, he's, he had a good game again today. He was good for the fourth goal as well. Like, yeah. uh, his desire well, how, to win. How magic does that sound, by the way? He was great for the fourth goal. The fourth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not it. to me, you know, it's we, we, how, what did we all think about this game before? We well, just thought, thought we, we, you, what, what were you thought? Let's hope we win something like 4 0 yep. and then just forget the game ever happened. Yep. And remember That's what I intend to do after I've yeah. bragged on the podcast. I think it's it's really important to say that Ozturk was in the team and we kept a clean sheet. Yeah. Another clean sheet. Yeah. Against the mighty Sorensen. And Reuter, You know, this this guy who they've bigged up, I think clearly because none of them have actually seen him play. And no, no offence to him. You know, he's a young lad for them, he's so rubbish. I want him to fail unless he succeeds somewhere else. But he was terrible. He was rubbish. He was awful. He's a Chris Weatherspoon. He's a, oh, bless him. Bin. A bin. He's a bin. I, I did enjoy that, you know. That oh, I, I, we had, as you've said, Mumbers, probably the youngest player on the pitch. Kim Pioca came on, a couple of other young lads. Love Some him. of the starters don't start regularly for us who played. We've got a makeshift right back. Ozturk never gets a game. Well, that was our reserve team, wasn't it? They've done all right. It was our reserve team, wasn't it? Essentially, 17,000 people have turned up to watch Sunderland Reserves beat Newcastle youth team. What did we make of... This is what just happened. What did we make of Dylan McGeoch? Because I've got a feeling he's going to polarise opinion again after tonight. Indifferent stuff. Dylan McGeoch polarised opinion in my own mind, never mind anybody else. No, because he does some things. Tonight, he looked a level above. Some of the things he did tonight, when he when he's in position to receive a ball off people, and he recovers situations really well. But Matthew made the point before that McGee, a lot of it is all making, so he was turning himself into trouble yeah. a lot of times during the game. Well, and that's he was, down a, again, that's down a, to him being overcomposed in a way McGee, in, in, in his environment. McGee, I think McGee, McGee. that little bit in the first half you're talking about where he put himself into trouble. I, like, mean, I didn't say anything. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I just think, like, McGeek's there, like, a lot of the praise he gets is because he's there to pick up pick up the rubbish, basically, pick up, sweep up, whatever. A lot of it's because he's given the ball away, <laughs> and then he has to be in the position to do it. The w- right. not, for, not for me. There was one not in... Not for, not for the w- not I, know, I know exactly what you're saying, Stephen, to aside. He turned inside his own box and they took the ball off him. And it was probably their be- one of their best chances. And there was another moment in the second half where he uh, ducked under the ball and it was going towards his own goal. Like, he Aye. dummied it. Yeah. And it's like, you can't dummy the yeah. ball going to your own, towards your own goal. It's ridiculous. But I think that's you're probably right. It's because he's just confident. He's cruising through the game. But... 
It's like a fourth year junior playing against a first year junior. But well, I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a quite turn on my own, the edge of my own box here. But there was other things that weren't that. Like his, his long range passing is really crap. No, he's, he, and he, he can't do it. And again, I could put that down to him being getting above his station and way. I'm thinking, oh, well, I can start doing what I'm not here to do. There, there was a couple. And. and, and um, Flanagan did that in the second half. Oh, but a couple Flanagan of times. can actually do it though. No, but, <laughs> a, but there was a couple of times in the first, once the first half, twice in the second half, where he had two players square to him and he tried to go diagonal. Yeah. And you just think, what? Why? You why? Like just, just, just keep the ball. Probably knew you don't need a force in your shoe here. Probably knew that he away with it. Today. See, I would suggest I think that's a little bit of a feeling in Sutherland's game in general. I think. We, I'm going to slag, slag Jack Russell. We look for that, um, for that like kind of Hollywood pass every single time. I feel, and I think sometimes it's just not on, and we try and force it rather than just retaining the ball and kind of like dominating possession. I think we try and play that ball again behind a little bit too much. Yeah. New but, tactic is just give it to Kim Bioga, isn't it? That's Russell. the new tactic. Or us too. He nearly scored at the end. Of it. Well, he didn't nearly score. But he, <laughs> he had a header. He had a header that he should have done better with. That went over the bar. Did the well. best he, he could have. <laughs> Did anybody get a real good look at um, the goal that wasn't in the first half? No, it, was, it, it, it looked, looked out. It, it depends why he's sitting because it didn't look like I was, it was out somewhere else. I, I, I was, for I, me. I, Did I, James, I, you be to the press box? Did he get any replays or anything? No, there was no. The, the screens weren't even on today, so I wasn't. Oh, no, that's to be honest, when it was disallowed, I wasn't that's even. That's a trade right now. That's a reserve game. Oh, that's all the national been, press turn yeah. up for it, and it's yeah. There's no. There was no screens, <laughs> no but there was good food, which is which is nice. That's, that's important, obviously. <laughs> So. I, mean, I was smacked behind the goal in the south stand, right, right at the back of the stand, so like, I had a fairly good view of it. And for me, it just wasn't the question that the ball was in play. Now, I might say it back and I might reassess that. Doesn't sound like you're going to say it back, does it? No, 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 you're not going to say that back ever. <laughs> we're 1-4-0, it's fine. You'll be like me chasing my first ever Sullen goal, Watford at home, I've never seen it. Never will. It was, was Walsall, not Watford. Walsall, sorry, not Walford. It's the magic of the cup, it's see, boggling I, me, man. I know the first home game you went there with that. And you yeah, don't. I know that. It's how much of a fan, Mickey, look at <laughs> what was mine then, Mickey? I don't even know it. <laughs> no, I, don't know, I don't know mine either. <laughs> well, I'll never forget mine for obvious reasons because it was a 3 1 home defeat to Charlton Athletic with three own goals. So, it was, wasn't it? I thought it was, was that 3 1? Was it not 3 2? 3 2. It was 3 1. Was it? Yeah. Oh, well, Craig Clark was Interference bodied. <laughs> well, sorry, you know, it's not one you want to remember, is it? Do we have any part in comments? Anything we need to push with the peacock just, on Saturday? Just like we, you know, we've we maybe been, we, we, I will do, but we've maybe been <laughs> a little bit hypocritical by saying, by doing a reaction pod of a game where I don't want to ever think about this game again. And I kind of like didn't, I, I work, actually, I work with a lad, uh, a Sunderland fan, and it's not uncommon some of the Sunderland fans I've spoken to. And when I said, hey, you go to the game, and he said, no. And I says, well, you'll regret it. Well, I actually said when you see Chris Maguire raking the fourth, <laughs> it was actually a third of a four-nil win, so it's close. And he went, Do you know what? He says, I don't want to hear about that until you tell us in the morning about it. <laughs> and that kind of sums up how we're here because you can't, we can't not be here. But so it is a little bit hypocritical. We're doing a reaction pod, but. I want to remember it. I'm getting, I'm getting like Maguire posters and that on my walls and everything. It's, it's, Wallpaper. For, for, for me, it's for me, it's one of them where you just, you just glad. Firstly, that we didn't concede. 
Yeah, I'm glad they didn't get a goal yeah. to celebrate. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That, that, that is you know, what I'm glad for. Um, and, 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 and that we didn't pick up any major injuries. Not that our major players played, because our best players... Probably to what some, some journalists or fans of a certain club might be saying now, our best players didn't play the game. Like Madre and Magiri, so if Katama was fit, he wouldn't have played. So our keeper, McLaughlin, didn't play. So I would have played Katama. Not that like there was a chance for our big players to get injured anyway, but I'm glad that nobody got injured. And that we kept a clean sheet. Uh, you can't ask for more than that, I think. I agree. And we are at the Peacock on Saturday with Darren Williams is back. Were you back? For the first time, 2019, uh, we had a couple of weeks off over Christmas, and we're back. So come along. We're hoping for a big crowd. Uh, quid for a I kid? Might go along I and think. Start singing about empty seats. If it, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Empty seats. Empty seats. But the people that did turn up are obsessed, like because it's like nothing game. It doesn't matter. Sunderland's a shit hole. I want to go home, but for wanted me tickets, like bring back the London. I hope they didn't rip any seats out because then the mags will have nowhere to sit on Saturday when Luton come. Anyway, getting back on brand. Darren Williams is a really good guest as well. He is. He is actually. He is. Make sure you're along. Lovely content. Thanks. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.